Hey guys, it's Andrew here and welcome to the e-commerce fuel podcast, the show dedicated to helping seven figure plus tour owners build incredible businesses and amazing lives. And today on the show, joined by Jesse Goodell, who is a project manager I've had the privilege of, of working with for the past couple months now. And I've been working with her on a project involving we're launching I'm, I'm, I'm leading up a the launch of an overlanding brand with some friends here in Bozeman who are on the content side and Drew Snaki and his team over Auto Anything. And one of the bigger projects I've ever been involved with, probably, you know, 15-ish people from all sorts of from, you know, designers to private label specialists to to tech people to catalogers, all these, you know, pretty pretty wide berth of people and a lot of stuff going on. And having I've never had a project manager on my side working with me to execute on a project. I've always maybe occasionally worked with a consultant or an agency who had one on their side, but it's been it's been really amazing in terms of productivity, in terms of expediting the process, letting me be able to stay at a high level and not have to get into the the weeds as much on some of the details and be able to be more strategic. And I, and I thought I'd bring her on to talk about just that experience, like what you know, what a good project manager does, how you can bring one into your your company or your store and see success from them. Because really, it's if you do it right, it frees up a ton of your bandwidth and it makes you insanely more productive, which is something I think we all <laughs> all could use. So, been a big game changer for me. Hopefully, if you haven't used one before in house or on your side, maybe it can help you think through what's possible when. If you could actually just think about stuff and be able to hand it off to people who could execute it well, because that's what that's what a good project manager can do, especially if you've got a great team in place. So before we jump in, though, want to give a big thank you to our two sponsors. First, to the team at Clavio, who makes email marketing automation incredibly profitable and powerful. And they're super power. If you haven't heard of them before, which would surprise me because they've been a sponsor for many years now, is the ability to send insanely targeted emails based on what your customers are doing. So if you have customers who've bought 10 times in the last year, you can send them a really great email that just gushes over them, thanks them, and gives them a, a really nice $50 gift card that not only sends to the customers that have done it in the past, but will proactively send it to people who meet those criteria going forward. Same thing for people who haven't engaged on your list, or maybe even more specifically, somebody buys you know, product X, and three months later, you can follow up with an upsell for it that's perfect. And that just goes out automatically without having to think about it. It's very cool stuff. So if you want to get plugged in and check them out, take them for a test drive, you can do that at clavio.com forward slash ECF. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com forward slash ECF for free. And then secondly, thank you to the private, the e-commerce fuel private forums, which is run by, by myself and our team here at e-commerce fuel. And this is a community that's been, to my knowledge, it's the largest community of meaningfully sized seven and eight figure e-commerce businesses in the world. We have 1,100 members. Everyone that comes in is is highly vetted by Patrick, our community manager. There's a whole bunch of snooping to make sure that they are who they say they are and they have meaningful business experience. And it's just a great, thriving, active community of in-the-trenches store owners. Discussions on everything from ERP selection to how you're going to deal with shipping woes to hiring and firing and shopping cart integrations, all the stuff that if you go to a Friday night party with your significant other, chances are are not going to come up in casual conversation over a beer. So that sounds interesting and fun. You should check us out at ecommercefuel.com forward slash form, that's F-O-R-U-M, to learn more about our community. All right, let's go ahead and jump into my discussion today with Jesse. Jesse. 
Well, let's let's use the the project we've been working on. I mentioned it at the top, uh, Overlander.com. It's this website we're launching uh, in the overlanding kind of off-road vehicle camping exploring space. And I, my role has been to head up really just the branding and kind of you know bringing all the teams together uh, for the launch from a from a product standpoint, catalog standpoint, branding standpoint, marketing standpoint. And working together, one thing I've, I've really appreciated about having you involved, when I think about what you have made easier for me, I say it's a couple of things. One is like some of the, the, the details, like the logistics of, like you said, like it's kind of crazy when you're an entrepreneur for a while. And, you know, I'm used to working with like small teams of like two or three people, maybe you loop in the occasional contractor of one or two other people. And you drop into an organization of 100 plus people and you quickly realize like stuff gets lost in translation really quickly. And so if we have like a six team meeting, it's, you know, people kind of come with their their blinders on and you've, you've done a really good job of when we are in a meeting and, you know, I'll decide to do something like, hey, we need to do, we need to do these welcome packs for you know, these welcome kits. You're able to, instead of me having to go and talk to Steve and Mike and figure out all the nitty gritty details, I can make those high level decisions. And then you've done a really good job of being able to kind of go behind the scenes and make it happen. Like all the little stuff lets me stay higher up and focused on bigger vision stuff. That's been super helpful. You've been really helpful on the on kind of the, the project scope side of things in terms of like who's responsible for what we kind of work together to put a big project scope together of deadlines and, and who's accountable for what. And then you get to be the kind of the, the friendly heavy, maybe for lack of a better term, that when people are behind, you can kind of gently nudge them. And so from like a timing perspective, you're great. I would say like timing and then just the small tasks and ownership too. Like those are the big things I noticed that have been super helpful having you on board. Is that pretty common for... Like, is it fair for most projects or is this a kind of a more unique project in terms of a broader scope for most project management stuff? Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate your kind words. I think that it, it definitely varies. This particular project is something that I like the most. These bigger projects that do involve quite a bit of detail, because I think with a project manager, it's really nice. I get to see that 10,000 foot view, right? Because I get to work with you quite a bit and I get to hear you know, what the plan is, where we're going, what the ideal situation is. But then I also get to dive into the details and be like, okay, well, if we want this done by X, I'm going to go talk to, you know, for example, the head of the cataloging team and figure like, what does it actually take to get this stuff onboarded and get everything cataloged correctly? And I get to have that conversation. And if there's any red flags in that conversation of like, hey, like we're running low on resources, or it looks like it could be this, or I need you to talk to somebody else, then I get to kind of pull all of that together. So it goes quite a bit beyond just like the task management of like, hey, you're a little bit behind on this, but it really is kind of looking at the organization holistically and saying like, hey, like this group's going to need more resources or they're going to need to connect with this team in order to get this done. And I find that quite enjoyable. And then some some projects are actually really simple, right? And it's more of an accountability thing. It's like, hey guys, we want to go live and on this new platform by... X date, all it really takes is setting up some accounts for people. Let's just get that done. So there's definitely a variety of levels and how difficult a project can be. And that it really depends on uh, what that looks like, what my role is going to be. This term project manager, it's one of those those titles that like when you meet someone at a party, they say what they do. But if someone asks you 30 seconds later, what, you know, what that person does, you're really not sure. Like it's just, it, it's, I feel like it's one of those things that is, is, used often but rarely understood. And so what I mean you're one what does what what does a project manager do? How would you describe that to people who maybe aren't super clear on it, which is probably most of us if we're honest. 
Yeah, no, that's a great question. It's funny that you actually bring that up. Anytime I try to explain to my friends what I do or somebody's like, oh yeah, like, you know, somebody was asking me the other day, you know, what does Jesse do? And they're like, I don't know, like it's something great and cool and in the business world, but I don't know. You know, and I she just schedules people's Zooms meetings, right? Like she's that's that's kind of her main gig, and maybe a few other things, but primarily that's what she's responsible for. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know, even after explaining to friends and and family members, I don't think they still have quite insight into what I do, and and I think that's fair, given I do a lot of different things. A project manager can be a fairly broad term, and it really depends on what type of client I'm working with. I work a lot with some e-commerce stores and developers specifically on the website side of things. And that looks fairly similar working with them in terms of getting clients onboarded and making sure that all of the assets and everything that is needed for my client to go about building the website or updating it is gathered. And then working back and forth, I'm kind of that liaison making sure that project goes smoothly. Everything is available for each party and it's consistent. I think that's a big thing. A lot of times working with really creative people, web developers, service providers, they kind of get bogged down in the weeds of operations. And a project manager, I think a really good project manager, helps get people out of that and allows them to create and to work kind of on the parts that are they're really good at and really valuable at. So it looks different for something like that versus sometimes I work with manufacturers. And on a manufacturing standpoint, it's really that 10,000 foot view. And I see a lot of silos on the manufacturing side of things. You've got your inventory team is very structured. You've got your accounting team. You've got your marketing team, customer service, operations, and your subject matter experts are very, very intense in their thing. But it's really important to have somebody like a project manager who can kind of communicate and work through all of those different systems. So like I said, it looks pretty different depending on what my client needs. I'm really glad you enjoy kind of the getting into the weeds and figuring out the taking the high level stuff and saying, okay, talking to these two or three people and trying to understand all the logistics, because I feel like I've been doing that for 10 years and and it's a lot of work. (laughs) So to have someone who can come in and like, be able to take those high level discussions and flush them out and do the diligence and really understand how that works operationally. It's it's so amazing if you have not like this is my first I've worked with a few other project managers, but yeah, to really have someone working closely with, especially something that, that I'm leading, like it's 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 phenomenal. It's very freeing to have you doing that kind of stuff. So is that a pretty would you say that that is a for most project managers, someone's listening right now and they're thinking like I, I I'm gonna do I'm gonna launch a website or do a, a migration or something similar to what we're doing. Is that a pretty fair expectation for your average project manager? Or is that something that is is going to be more of like an upscale hire? Uh, is that something people can expect when they hire most project managers to be able to do well? Yeah, that's a good question. And I don't know that I have enough experience of other project managers and kind of what their expertise is. But I would say like, I'm kind of come from a unique background in the fact, I ha- A, I have a marketing MBA. So I've definitely been kind of educated in the overall business concepts as well as done quite a bit of marketing. So I understand those aspects. And then I worked for a manufacturer for two and a half years, went in as a kind of creating a marketing team and quickly realized that it was going to be more of a project management type of a situation where if anytime we needed a new product to launch, I was going to have to develop SOPs for pretty much every part of the organization. And so I think that background is kind of unique in the ability to kind of understand the silos that I was talking to and realizing like, hey, like 
a lot of the times customer service is going to be dramatically affected by what the IT team does, but they don't necessarily know that when something new is happening. So I think being able to connect the dots in that way is maybe a little bit unique to my background, but I think a high level project manager needs to have that ability. And that's definitely something you'll want to look for and have conversations about when you're looking for a project manager is kind of figure out what their background is and if it serves what your goal is with that project, if it serves it well. Yeah, yeah, because for you in particular, you've worked in e-commerce before. And so a lot of these things like where there's some pretty complex, like some of the things we're doing, try to coordinate a dozen plus people to, you know, launch, you know, probably a thousand product site, new site in like a three to four month window. There's a lot of things that if you didn't understand e-commerce, you didn't have that background, you wouldn't even know the right questions to ask necessarily, or like some of the things to worry about. And so your background in e-commerce is really critical to being a, be able to do a good job. You know, we, we touched on some of the the benefits from my side, at least in terms of being able to focus on higher level stuff, not get not necessarily have to get too into the weeds on things. What are some of the other benefits for someone who's you know thinking about hiring a project manager? Like, what are, what are some of the things? that you were doing behind the scenes, I don't even notice, or a lot of your clients don't even notice, but that are going to make their lives easier. Yeah. Yeah. So anytime I work with a new client or my current clients is like, my ultimate goal is to really just provide enough value that every day that they like say like, yes, like this is a good decision. I'm really glad I have a project manager. And I think the best way to provide value is to someone is to take care of those, like this, like we said, the in the weeds type of stuff that prevents people from doing that high level and kind of having that freedom to really create. I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of creatives and a lot of people who have these great ideas, but don't really know what goes on on the ground level. And once they kind of get into it, it just can kind of be paralyzing. And so I think it's really important to have somebody in there who enjoys that type of work, who knows what connections to make, what conversations to have. And really just like, I think if you're if you're in a point in your career or with your service offering or your website or whatever it is where you just find yourself not being able to execute on the things that are going to take you to the next level, I think that's where a project manager can really come in. Yeah. And you do a good job of that in terms of like owning problems, not even necessarily problems, but just solutions. It's, you do a great job of that. So how do you, if somebody's going to hire someone, what are some of the things they need to do and think about differently to work well with a project manager? They get someone on board. For one, for example, is like looping them in on all the correspondence, like all the meetings, CCing them on all the emails. And I, I don't know, I tend to be, I tend to be kind of, a, I hate email inbox overflow. I think most people suffer from it. And so a lot of times if I'm like, oh, does this person need to be on this email? I'll defer to like, no, let's like not burden them with this when they only really, they don't need to know about it. But in your case, I think we talked early on and you're like, hey, I, as much as possible, I want to be in on the meetings. I want to be in on the email chain. So I have a pretty good holistic view and know what's going on. So that was one. But but some what are some of the other things that especially if if somebody hasn't worked with a, a PM before that they sh- need to think about doing differently to make sure that you know someone like you can do your job really well. I think you hit the nail on the head there with correspondence and being included in things. For me, in order to really understand where the project is and to be able to follow up with people in an intelligent and effective manner, I need to know what that correspondence is. So even if I'm not necessarily a part of the conversation on that email thread, it's good for me. I always read through them just so I know what the expectations are of each party and can follow up as needed. Or even if there's a red flag in there of like, hey, like this person's going to get hung up in this situation. I already know it. I can um, interject and have a conversation. So definitely that. I think also working with a project manager is kind of new if somebody's new to it is knowing what information to provide that project manager with 
And also it kind of depends on your project manager. I'm not actually afraid of going out and introducing myself to people and asking questions and kind of just being like, hey, like I heard you might be the right person who's in charge of this, if not point me in the right direction. But I think as working with a project manager for the first time, sometimes introducing them to the right point of contacts and giving them that little intro can be really beneficial. I'm trying to think of other things. And then I think providing that holistic view of what you really want to accomplish and then working with that project manager to say, okay, like ideally this is my timeline. This is what we want. Let's break it down a little bit and then handing that off to run with it. You did a great job of that with Overlander. And I think that really helped me be able to jump into it is like, this is the day we want to launch. These are all the things that need to take place monthly, weekly, take a look at this and then dive in a little bit deeper. I think if you can give your project manager a pretty detailed timeline, that really helps set the stage for success. Yeah. And you, I mean, you helped me, you kind of had something that started with, but you've built that out more and saw spots that, that, you know, I didn't flush out as much. And so it's kind of been, a, it's definitely been a collaborative process. And I, I don't know, I don't know about you, but dropping into the existing team for this project. And I don't know, at some level, there's probably a dozen, maybe 15, maybe even 20 as you start reaching down the stack people that are involved. And for me, it took, it took me like probably three, maybe even close to a month to just wrap my brain about like, who is responsible for what? Like there's all these people trying to understand like the, you know, who's on whose team, who's responsible for what. And so, yeah, I think from anytime you bring someone in project management or otherwise, the more you can say, especially if they're coming in and, and taking ownership of our stuff, the more you can say like, here are the people, here are the players. Even if it takes you a couple hours to draft this out or you have an hour or two meeting, like it pays dividends and demystifying and, and just because, because I don't know, did you feel that way? Like, did it take you a while to wrap your head around just like who, what the, who the players were and where they were? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think, and even more so than that, for me, it's been the systems, right? Like they're, the systems are pretty complicated on the back end and just trying to kind of listen to, okay, so that means we need to take care of, if we're going to do it this direction, then we need to look at this system and we need to, and I think the system side was a little bit more difficult for me than the people side. But yeah, like you said, it, it might take a little bit of time and there definitely is a training period, right? Where that project manager is going to be kind of exploring the organization, learning the ins and out, figuring out who's the best person to ask what questions, but it does pay dividends because like once that process is started, it really allows whoever, you know, to be out of the weeds and up above and kind of just passing things down. So even though it might be a, a week or two or whatever it is, an initial investment, it's definitely worth it. What about, I think about project manager and I think someone who comes in to manage, you know, for obvious reasons, it's in the name, manage a big project, make sure stuff gets done on time, done well, help out, and then it gets done and then they kind of exit stage, right? Is there, you know, is project management just for, you know, those big hairy projects or like can a PM be really helpful day to day in a company? And if so, how do you, how, how would you think about, like, how would that look and, and why would that make sense? Yeah, totally. Actually, so two of my clients I've actually had for two and a half, three years. I think I'm actually even going on four with one of them. So definitely a day-to-day -day type of a project manager. And so again, that's kind of like anytime somebody, I see it a lot of the times with clients who are looking at closing sales, completing a project themselves, whether that be like a web development or a consult like consulting on something or, or whatever it is. I think a project manager can be really helpful in those situations. For me, like I follow up with leads after projects are done. I make sure that we get reviews, I get referrals. So I think project managers not only help with these big projects, but 
They can also help in that sales channel and that sales pipeline, getting projects onboarded, making sure they're done correctly, and then doing all of the follow-up. There's a, it's a big process and can definitely help on those day-to-days. Yeah. So someone listened to us, listening to us, listening to you, and they're convinced like, hey, next time I do a big project, this, this sounds awesome. I would love to have someone who can take some of the higher level stuff and run with it and execute on it. And, and, and I don't have to do everything and, and also keep it a team in check as well. So what, when I'm thinking about traits of a great project manager, the two that would come to mind for me immediately are one, like hyper-organized and someone who is, you know, just really aware of lots of different moving pieces and, and can, can, can keep a lot of things in their mind or, or, or a lot of different processes going at once, or at least mentally they can. Someone who ideally, especially if it's e-commerce, has some kind of background in e-commerce or the industry you're looking for, because it just helps so much with a lot of things like we talked about. Anything else in terms of Maybe, you know, references probably isn't a bad one too. Anything I'm missing in terms of things to really look for when you're vetting someone? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things for me is their ability to communicate. Communication is huge across all aspects of our lives and I think in every relationship that we have. But when it comes to a project manager, their ability to not only understand what they're being told and kind of what the project looks like and needs and distill that down to all the different areas and all of the different stakeholders and and say like, hey, this is what I need for you from you. And this is why in a way that they can understand it is super, super important. So communication is probably number one. Like you said, definitely an organized brain. My brain like just takes things immediately and like starts putting them in places. And then I think efficiency is also another really important trait. I tend to like, if I see a task that's repeating, I tend to be like, okay, here's an SOP or you know, here's a process that works really well. And it's going to red flag me if anything is not lining up appropriately. And I look for holes. I look for ways that organizations can run more smoothly. And I think that's a really important part of being a successful project manager is not only understanding how things run, but how can we make them run as successful and efficient as possible. So are you hyper-organized? Like if I was going to look at your desk or your kitchen right now, like is is everything just perfectly in its place and it has a home and you've got a label maker that labels all your utensils, like obviously going a little extreme here, but is, is, that, is that a fair stereotype or is that not so, is it, you know, not necessarily? Yeah, I hate to admit it, but yeah, it definitely, in my <laughs> situation, I don't have a label maker to be honest, but I definitely like everything is put away. Like if I come back from, I do quite a bit of ultra running and camping and, and, pa- and backpacking. And it's like the, I don't care if it's 10, 1030 at night when I get home and I've been out on the trails for hours, like everything is going to get cleaned up and put away. Like, it's just like always been my kind of mentality. I don't rest well if things are disheveled. Yeah. Okay, cool. That, that makes a lot of sense. So Two last questions here. What if somebody's you know looking to hire someone? Is there? I think if you're looking to hire a really good designer, you go to Dribble. I think it's with Dribble with two, with three Bs. I think you know it's it's the online marketplace for for graphic designers. There's all these little niche places you can hire great talent. Is there? Wh- where would you go? Maybe from your perspective, like if you were looking to work with great clients on the project management side, where would you go? Is there a marketplace like that? And what's give us a sense of rates for project managers? Obviously, they're going to be, you know, there's going to be a range there, but maybe you could give us a range of whatever works best from hourly to retainer to, you know, part-time, full-time. What should someone expect to pay for an average and a great project manager? Yeah, for sure. Good questions. I've just been really fortunate. I've never put up a website and I've never really marketed myself as a project manager. I just always find that my time and energy is better invested in the current client base that I have. 
making sure that all those needs are being met and everything is running smoothly there. And then it's usually word of mouth. You know, somebody will say, Hey, I need a project manager. Do you, can you refer somebody? And if I've done a good job and spent my time wisely, then, you know, my name will come up and, and I'll have that opportunity. So for me personally, it's been a networking thing. It's been word of mouth. It's been pretty heavy in the e-commerce side. Cause again, it, with that network, I definitely know there's opportunity to hire project managers on things like Upwork. I've seen them there before. And you can also look at different websites, you know, project management and consulting can kind of have a little bit of a crossover, right? A business consultant can sometimes understand what needs to be put in place on a project side of things. So those are kind of the two areas that I would look, but I would honestly, first, I would start asking people if you're really looking for a project manager and see if anybody has a name that they can toss into the arena because they've kind of already been vetted. Their work has been proven. And I think that's really important when it comes to project management because a lot of people can say they're a project manager, right? Because they can set up a task list and say, you need to do this, this, and this by this date. But it goes so far beyond that. I like the idea of having kind of a proven track record. And for you, for, for rates, what would be a, a rough range of rates? Let's say somebody, and you, you know, hourly or, you know, part-time, but what's a, when I think about developers, for example, like a good developer, you're probably going to pay $100 to $150 an hour. Maybe, no, maybe like, you know, maybe 60 to 125 is a better range. It depends, and it depends on how much, if you have on retainer, what your commitment level is, all this kind of stuff. But what's a ballpark range for a project manager to pay a, a reasonable, reasonable one? Yeah, that's another good question. So I've kind of always come from the train of thought of I don't actually assess hourly rates because it really goes to that kind of that value-based pricing because I think project managers add so much value to an organization that I don't ever want someone to have to make a decision whether they want to bring me in on a project or not based on, you know, is this going to take her an hour or two hours, can I part with that much money versus like, hey, this project is worth this much money to me. And if it goes smoothly, like that's a huge win. So I usually do monthly retainers, smaller projects, you know, that only take me a couple hours a week. You're probably looking at about $1,500 a month. Some of the really, really big projects that are going to be deep and invested in my time can go upwards of like $3,500 a month. So it really depends. There's a wide range. But again, it's for me, it's really based on the value of that project and what somebody's going to gain out of it with my with my support. Great. And then specifically for you, people listening, they're like, wow, this Jessie woman sounds like she knows what she's talking about. I could use one of her on my next project. Oh, bless their hearts now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until the end of November. I'm not sure when this is going to air. You're not allowed to hire her until we get done working together because I've really enjoyed it and don't want you stealing her away. But after that, so is the best way to get a hold of you, I think you mentioned earlier, just to reach out to you via email to see if, if you've got availability? Yeah, it definitely is. Because like I mentioned, for me, like most of my time goes into working with my clients. And I just never, ever felt a need to really put a website up and, you know, set up an opportunity for people to work with me. So yeah, if you're interested in working together, my email, which I know Andrew will be able to provide is definitely the best way to get a hold of me. Yeah. And it's jgoodell.07 at gmail.com. That's J-G-O-O-D as in dog E-double-L dot zero seven. Zero seven is the numbers written out at gmail.com. Jesse, well, thanks for coming on the talk and especially even even much more so. Thank you for just making yeah, making our work on Overlander that much easier in terms of yeah, just everything like we talked about that you've been doing in terms of flushing stuff out and making sure, you know, cracking the whip when I'm behind on stuff and just smoothing things out and and doing all the stuff you you have been to make it just a much easier process on my end particularly. So it's been awesome working with you and yeah, really appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. It was great to talk about 
the inner workings of a project manager. That's going to do it for this week. Again, a big thank you to the team at Clavio for making the show possible. The best place to send highly segmented messages via email and SMS to your customers to make more money. You can learn more about them and get started at clavio.com forward slash ECF. And also brought to you by the e-commerce fuel private community, a vetted form and review directory of a thousand plus in the trenches experienced store owners that you can connect with to help grow your business. If you want to learn more about that and apply for membership, you can do that at ecommercefuel.com. Thanks so much for listening. Work hard and adventure often and looking forward to seeing you again next Friday. This is the ASY Radio Network Live from New York.